welcome to Cowboy Ed. And before we get past that welcome, don't forget to check us out on all your social media platforms. Look for us at Cowboy Ed Pod on Twitter. Talk to us. We want to talk to you, not just talk to ourselves, because that's not very much fun. So today, we're going to have just a good old sit around the fire and get warm episode just for all of you. Give you a chance to, to learn a little bit about us. Who are these cow pokes that are leading cowboy ed? So we've got all sorts of things to talk about. I've got Carolyn with me. How you doing, Carolyn? I'm doing great today. Thanks for checking in, James. Hey, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have a, a, a future teacher in the mix. And we've got Maya. How's Maya doing? Maya is doing great. And I like talking about myself in the third person. So we're going to roll with that. That is definitely a college. I think that's a college professor thing where they, they talk about themselves as an abstract. They live in that, that tower thing. I appreciate it too. So uh, let's, let's just go right after some questions about ourselves and, and, and we'll, we'll dive in and, and go from there. So I'm going to pose this question to you two first. I'll, I'll pose it to Carolyn. So what's the most memorable early experience in school for you? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. I think that this is going to sound crazy, and especially because I'm a secondary education English major, it just sounds like it goes. But my third grade year, I had the coolest teacher, and I had just moved to a new school in a new state, and she read us uh, Where the Red Fern Grows, and we spent like weeks on it, where she would just read us a chapter every time we had an open moment. And she was so dramatic and she read with such expression and the entire class was just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen next? And I just remember sitting next to all my friends and being like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? And it was just such an amazing thing to pull you in and actually like experience the classroom setting as a class. And so I think that's what I would say mine is. Uh, How about you, Maya? I don't know. There's so many just little random things going through my head and maybe I just can't think back that far. I don't know. But, you know, I've got these glimpses of recess and doing stuff with friends and, um, you know, just different teachers come to mind. And, you know, one one teacher that's just standing out right at this moment is um, my seventh grade shop teacher. He was that kind of teacher that just loved what he did and he'd try to pass that on to his students but it was shop and everyone's like please can we just get through this and you know he used to walk around and he called it the magic sandpaper and he had it in his pocket and you couldn't get that sandpaper from him until your project was at an adequate stage to be able to have the sandpaper and it used to be maddening to try to get it to that point for him. But I thinking back with my teacher lens on that, I, I just see how how passionate he was about the students that he had and the work that happened in his classroom. And I think that it um, it just makes me like think back and just love my education experience. So um, that's kind of what's coming to mind right now. That is, listen to both of you, I mean, I can see why Carolyn's headed into being an English teacher and, and, and why you, you enjoy the classroom so much, Maya. And for me, this is a, I mean, ah, I'll just be as honest. When I thought about this question, I thought about my first grade teacher 
And, and I went to a private school, so a little different rules, a little, you know, stricter structure, if you will. And, and I remember, you guys might not believe this, but I remember her grabbing me by my ear and she'd like pull you out of your chair and take you into the coat room. And she was like, James, you don't have to talk all the time. And I was always like, but I've got something to say. And she would like, just wait till recess. I still have my, I still have my first grade report card and her comments were, good student, tries hard, nice kid, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff, but in directly. He likes to talk. So here we are, Cowboy at Podcast, like to talk. Little did she know she was going to inspire me to keep talking about education. So, yeah, I mean, we all have those, those moments getting us in here. Let's, let's head into the next piece. We had those teachers that inspired us, but what really tipped us over to get into education? Because education is not for everybody. This is a tough job. So what, Maya, how about you? What brought you into education said, this is the right thing for me? Thanks, James. That question is a great one for me because I didn't plan on being a teacher and I didn't, you know, when I was little, set up the school in the playroom and grade the pretend papers. I didn't do that. I didn't want to be a teacher. I didn't really, you know, I loved school, but not for the like teacher learning you know, component of it. I liked my friends and I liked hanging out and, you know, school is a place where I got to engage in those different ways. But as I was in college, um, I ran into a few professors that I didn't really like so much and they weren't very supportive of, you know, what I was trying to do. And I kind of, because of those experiences, I feel like, you know, maybe that metaphor of I wandered around campus trying to find what I was going to do when I, you know, grew up. And I ended up in an English class and it was an English education class. And I was like, just, it kind of changed my perspective about um, school and content and, you know, what, what I was doing. And then I took an education class and it was just, you know, kind of a random, I've got to do, take something. And it was really challenging, um, in terms of, I don't like to talk in front of people, you know, but when I got to the point where I got to teach something in front of the class, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And it just kind of found me, I guess, is the way to say it. I didn't plan on being a teacher, but once I started having teaching experiences, I knew it was the right thing. I had found that space where I could play and engage and I just, I had such a good time. I'm like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. That's definitely, uh, I think how a lot of people get into education. I, I don't think we all sat around, you know, playing, playing schoolhouse as a kid, but you know, it, we, it, it finds us. And sometimes it's people that go into a different career and then realize, you know what? Education is where I need to be. And so it's kind of interesting. So when we look at the other side of this, Carolyn, you're, you've got that in, inspiration going in. What, what tipped you over past the red fern to be, I'm, I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm joining this, this cool group. Well, that's actually really funny because I'm kind of like Maya. I grew up and I was like, I'll never be a teacher. Like I'm not gonna be in school my entire life and go through college just to be in school the rest of my life. And 
And as a kid, I always had like kind of entrepreneurial dreams. I wanted to open a business. And my senior year of high school, I thought, I'm going to get a business degree at UW and, you know, open my own B&B or restaurant. And I, if I would have had the money, I would have gone to culinary school. And uh, I was trying to think like, oh, what am I good at? And what do I enjoy doing, but still challenges me? I thought business was going to be that. And then one of my teachers my senior year was asking everybody I was sitting with that was all seniors, what are you guys doing? What are your plans after you graduate high school? And I was telling her about my business degree plans and I had no passion about what I was talking about. And then I started to realize maybe the one thing that I said I would never do is the one that'll click just right. And I've always loved English. I took creative writing classes in high school that oh, blew my mind. I love, I fell in love with reading in high school and I've always been a talker and a jokester. And so I know that I could command a classroom and I think it just became one of those moments of this English challenges me. Like I'm not innately good at it. I have to work hard. I love psychology, but I don't think my mom went into that and she didn't want to go all the way to a PhD and I don't think I would either. And so I was like with education from what I'm seeing so far and before I went in, you kind of get a look at the psychology and development of these kids before they get to you and when they're in your classroom. And I get to do something that I love doing um, and show these kids how to love English, even if they're the students that are like, my forte is math, like I don't do English, like just to help them figure out how to enjoy it for themselves is what I'm really excited about. So I think that's how I got here, but long story short. Well, we like medium-sized stories, so we'll take them any size we get them. And, and it's funny listening because I think all of us are, uh, I have a sister, I have, I have five sisters and, and two of them are teachers and, and one of them was that person that, you know, was like mean to us as kids making us try to pretend it was school. But for me, I, I fall into the same avenue as, as the two of you. School, I, I did not like school. I liked sports and uh, I did not like any classes really. Uh, it was a means to an end to get a play sports. But in doing that, when I graduated, I was gonna be an architect, but I wanted to coach. I wanted to coach. I wanted to stay involved in, in sports, but in particular basketball. And as I started down that path my, my freshman year in college, I was like, you know what, this is never gonna this is never gonna work. I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna be always be this guy over there that volunteering, I'm never gonna get a really coach. So I was like, you know, I need to find a path into education. So I, I went into education not even wanting to be a teacher. And I, I think there's a lot of people that do that too. And it was second year teaching that literally I was going through game film, doing doing things for basketball, and it just hit me. Like, you impact, you see more kids during the day than you do after school, and those are the only ones you're really giving your focus to. If you're gonna do this, you gotta, these are the kids you can really reach. Don't, don't sacrifice one for the other. And, and it was really a, a, a kind of an aha moment uh, for me. It, and, and besides that, I'm always, my, my realm into education is I always wanted, I look at my class, I still look at what I try to do. I look at our conversations, trying to be the teacher I wish I had. Um, knowing that a lot of my teachers tried and, and worked hard, but man, some of them were boring and they taught content. They never taught kids like we've talked about. They taught content. They weren't about kids. And, and, and I think 
I think the passion that, that we have in this conversation shows that, you know, that, that drive to help kids is, is a big, big deal. So let's, let's look kind of like at, at this point, what do we love about education? Like when we think about education, somebody says, hey, you're a teacher this. What's that piece that you're like? There's a lot of things we may not like, but what's that thing we're like? This, I love this part of education. So Carolyn, you're just dabbling your toes into this education pool. What, what's the part you're really looking the most forward to? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know if you guys, like, I think everybody's experienced this actually, but you know that moment when you, like, you get something, like it clicks for you, um, whether that's like a math algorithm or you understand the symbolism in a story or, you know, you figure out the chemical formula for something in your chem class, that moment when it clicks, best feeling in the world. And so I think not only am I excited to see how I click into teaching and find like a good way to go about it and engage the students, but I'm also excited to see the students through my teaching and guidance click like the the things that I do teach will click into place. And I'm excited to see that because I think that when students figure stuff out, they feel more accomplished and it's more exciting for them. And so I think that's the thing I'm excited for. Um, how about you, Maya, being an actual professor and being around students all the time, what is your favorite part of education? Well, in general, I think it's really similar. It's, it's getting to see the new experience unfold for a student. But I have to share a story. So this kind of, I guess, illustrates that like new experience. Um, I taught high school and mostly I taught earth science and um, but I do have to share, just side note, I actually was an English education major with a minor in, in science. So I, um, when you talk about the passion for literature and that kind of stuff, I, you know, my heart just goes to you cause I, 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 I get that so much, but I created a, a new class for our high school. And as a part of that, it was on scientific discovery and I wanted the kids to get out in the field and you know, I think for my own education, having those hands-on experiences was so important. And my students were mostly um, students who hadn't really left their town, right? They, um, or if they did travel at all, they were migrant um, farm, like their parents were migrant farmers. And so they would go back and forth between two locations. And so I was like, we have got to get out of this building, right? And, and have an experience. And so I took um, organized this whole field trip and the kids had to sell pizza at lunch to be able to pay for the field trip. Um, so everybody worked really hard and we we got to um, this biodome that we were going to visit. And, you know, you go through the tour and you do all the learning, but while we were there, it snowed. And I know for our audience, they're like, yeah, so what? Um, but I taught in Phoenix. And so the kids had never seen snow before. And, you know, having that opportunity for them to think about, you know, we'd been thinking about and doing science all day. And then they had this experience to play in the snow and to watch these high school kids see something new for the first time. It, you know, it, it's been, you know, I don't know, 20 years. And I still, that's my like biggest memory about teaching is watching those students have that, you know, brand new experience in learning and being able to just 
be all in for what they were doing. And so that really impacted my teaching. And I try to think about passing on that knowledge to other teachers about how do you create experiences. Um, so I think that really changed me as far as who I am as a teacher. And I guess I'm going on the long end of the answer here, but the, you know, to, to help or see or watch students, you know, it just, it's not, it, for me, it's more than the aha. It's like that, that engagement component where they just are all in for that moment in time. So I don't, I'm hoping that makes sense. So I'm going to pass it off to James. James, you are still living in the classroom and sometimes listening to you, I'm super jealous because you're in that, that environment where the kids are having those new experiences all the time. So what is it that you love most about teaching that's keeping you there? Well, for me, it's, it's, it's a little different. I, I've really pride myself. The thing I enjoy the most is we live in such a changing time where kids are continually bringing in new things. Uh, there's a new game online. There's a new website. There's new tools. I mean, from my start 20 years ago till now, I mean, there's so many more tools at our kids' hands. And, and our kids are so skilled at some of those things coming into your classrooms that I, I find it this daily challenge. Uh, and, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't get frustrated too. But the challenge of taking what they're doing and sneaking in education and whether it's through a video game, through Clash of Clans to teach about economics, or, or using uh, Among Us, or using just different tools that they're doing. I, I mean, I'll use an example today where students are building a presentation in my class, and we had a whole start of the conversation was about um, social media influencers, which five years ago, nobody even knew what that term meant. But all of my kids know what a social media influencer is. And so I'm like, framing the conversation, here's what a social media influencer is. Oh, and we're going to do this presentation. You're going to influence us. So, so that angle of continually trying to find what they're into and, and bringing it back into the classroom, just I, it keeps me going, just keeps me excited and, and keeps me pushing the envelope through, through the ups and downs and frustrations as well. But just... Because it's going to keep changing, and if we don't embrace that, uh, we're, we're going to be fighting a lot of battles that probably aren't going to be beneficial to our kids. So we're, we're kind of towards the end of our time, but we've got two really good questions, and they're going to be short and to the point, and I know everybody wants to hear the answers to these. So let's go with Carolyn. Right out of the gate, who inspires you today? Oh, my. That is a big question. I think... Um... Of course my parents but this is gonna sound crazy i'm a big music person and so i, I love louis armstrong and his music just makes me want to dance i love it and so i think like i don't know if that's really inspire or just like motivate me to just have some excitement in my day but i think that those would be mine how about you maya i have um two daughters and they're both teenagers and I have opportunity to be around teenagers a lot. And I have to say that they're the ones that inspire me. And I, this generation that's coming up is amazing. They're creative and I, I love talking to them. I love listening to their ideas. And, um, you know, I, 
it's just super impressive to me and it really I feel like as a adult I just need to like get out of their way and let them have the world because they're they're gonna do great things and so yeah they're they're my inspiration right now James how about you you know that's it's funny you say that because I think about my kids my kids inspire me uh, every day to to be better in the classroom to be a better person to be a dad to be all those things because I, I try to look at all of my kids that I teach as as my own and so they they just continue to bring me great ideas and and challenge me and all of those things so they definitely keep me keep me moving uh, in that direction and so uh, we could go off into other other tangents here but last question just let's bring this last question and then let's wrap her up around the fire today. Why are we involved in this podcast? So Carolyn, you, you jumped in here as a college kid learning the way. Why are you here? What do you hope to accomplish? Well, I have kind of always loved talking. So that's part of it. I love talking and I've kind of considered doing my own podcast. And so being a part of a great team with you guys lets me learn the ropes and kind of get into the flow of being in a group podcast. Um, and also just like being a coming up education major is a big thing. And so being a part of this where I get to put my opinion in, but also hear from you guys that have been in the field for a while is really big for me because I get to, it's like learning while not in school. It's like supplemental information to take in. And I think there's a difference between just like shoving all the information from school into your head and actually being a part of a discussion. And so I think that's why I'm here. I'm here to have the discussion, to be a part of it and actually know the field before I get into it. I really like to hear you say that, Carolyn. I you know, I've already said I'm not good at talking in front of people, which is kind of weird for a teacher to say. And I really feel like speaking and teaching are really different. But I do think about that is, you know, this is a great opportunity to have a conversation. And I think that, you know, I'm here for a couple reasons. I, I want to support teachers and to support new teachers like you. So I think having these conversations can be really valuable. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone and do something that is a little bit scary um, for me to be talking and, you know, thinking about someone out there is listening to what I have to say. So I really enjoy being able to be a part of this group. And I learn a lot from you guys every day. And I'm excited that we have you, Carolyn, as a part of this to bring in that new perspective. James, I learn something from you every day and you keep me connected to the classroom, which I love too. So James, why are you here other than you like to talk too? Well, I, I you know, I, you got to kind of like to talk, I guess, to be on a podcast. But for me, uh, still the driving motivation for me is to, to make sure teachers know somebody's listening and they're never alone. Uh, we not only across Wyoming, but across the country, but in particular across Wyoming, We've got teachers that might be facing issues, might be struggling with something, might even be celebrating something. And they oftentimes are, are so, so isolated and feel like, yeah, they're the only one celebrating or dealing with that. And so it's important for them to, for us all to be able to know we're in this together. And we as a whole, the, the three of us, everybody involved, everybody listening, uh, all the teachers out there, 
can make education better for, for, for all of us and, and most importantly, for all of our students. So that's, that's my driving force and, and that, well, it seems like the wood on the fire is dying down. So I think we're, we're about at the end of this, this conversation tonight. So next week, we're gonna talk to you about tools. We're gonna talk to you about some tools and get you really excited. But until then, we'll talk to you soon. Move them on. Head them up. Head them up. Move them on. Move them on. Head them up. Cowboy Ed on the right.